All right, so hey everybody, my name is Ben Gramico. I'm from InterNACHI and this is an online InterNACHI Colorado chapter meeting. Um, and it's open to everyone. So if you're out of state, that's fine. There's always good stuff to learn. And um, again, I'm from InterNACHI, that's the International Association of Certified Home Inspectors. And today we have a special presentation, a uh, special guest to do a presentation tonight at our chapter meeting. And that's Russell LaPlante or Russell LaPlante, um, depending on where you're at. If we were in France right now, it'd be LaPlante. Um, and I wanna thank Russell for taking the time out. Uh, it's, it's really special when someone experienced with um, some knowledge uh, wants to share and he or she wants to share with other inspectors so that we're all getting a little bit better in our inspection business and um, I really appreciate it. So thank you so much, Russell, for taking the time out and, and being with us tonight. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey, I know you want to talk about um, making more money in the radon inspection business um, in Colorado. But while I have people, so I'm going to share a screen here. And then, Russell, you can take it back whenever you're ready. OK, folks, so if you um, are uh, wanting to know more information about being a home inspector in Colorado or home inspector resources in Colorado, I want you to go to nachi.org, N-A-C-H-I dot O-R-G slash Colorado. And there is where we dump as much resources uh, related to Colorado specific information for home inspectors in Colorado. So it says how to become a certified home inspector. Let's say you wanna become a certified home inspector. We have a link on how to become a certified home inspector. Let's say you're already a certified home inspector in Colorado. Well, we have some additional information like you wanna do some professional development and continue your education in order to keep going better, getting better at, at your job. Um, we have a link for free online courses. We have insurance for inspectors in Colorado, not regulated. You don't uh, need insurance, not required to have insurance by the state, but we have uh, some discounted insurance um, for you. We have chapters in Colorado, so we have some links to other chapters. And if you even wanted to form your own chapter, you could do that. We have a, a free system on how to do that. We have, um, if you wanted to do, uh, what is it? Uh, rental licensing um, inspections or energy inspections, especially in Boulder, Colorado, um, we're hooked up with um, uh, Boulder contractor certifications and recognition by the Boulder County. Um, so if you're in Boulder County, um, the D9 and G contractor licenses are recognized by Boulder. And we also have, um, uh, we um, absorbed NAHI. So some counties uh, recognize NAHI, like Boulder County recognize NAHI certified inspectors in order to do the, the energy inspections or the rental licensing agreement inspections. So um, you're automatically a NAHI uh, inspector, if you're an InterNACHI certified inspector. Um, InterNACHI is an improved vendor for the Colorado Department of Labor and um, Employment. We help people who have some disabilities to get a job um, or keep a job. So if you know folks in that situation, you may want to share that. We have free online CE courses for real estate agents. So if you're a home inspector in Colorado, you bump up against at least two real estate agents, uh, typically on every real estate transaction, the listing and the buyers. And you can offer them this card. It's a step-by-step -step process on how to get free CE to help renew their license. Um, this is what we're gonna talk about tonight, radon testing and uh, being a radon tester in, in Colorado. 
Um, right now, there's no regulations, but Russell's going to share some interesting information, some news coming up. Uh, they're talking about regulating um, radon inspections. And right now, Colorado recognizes NRPP and AARST, um, and InterNACHI's radon course and certification program is approved by those two groups, uh, essentially one group. Wood destroying organism inspections. Uh, we got the Colorado Department of Agriculture to make a comment on home inspectors doing WDO inspections. Um, the CDA regulates commercial pesticide applicators, obviously, um, because pesticides are regulated um, to control wood destroying organisms, but they don't uh, control, they don't regulate home inspectors. So home inspectors may notate WDO damage during their inspections under certain uh, conditions. So there's some information about that. If you wanted to do commercial inspections, like I used to do mom and pop pizza shops while doing home inspections, if you wanted to be a home energy inspector, uh, maybe get infrared certified and go around with your infrared camera. Um, we have partnered up with um, uh, Owens Corning and you can be a roof data technician. So all of these resources are on nachi.org slash Colorado. Uh, and one more, I wanted to show you one more resource while I have you before Russell uh, takes over. nachi.org slash certification. Natchi.org slash certification um, is where all of InterNACHI's free online inspector certification programs are listed. And you can go down this list and choose on how you want to get trained and certified. And success in business often relies upon being diversified in your inspection services, especially in a volatile economy and uh, pandemics going on. And right there is the radon tester certification. So if you wanted to become currently an InterNACHI certified radon tester, we have a three-step process. And there's that radon course that's approved by NRPP, ARST, and other organizations. So those two URLs, nachi.org slash Colorado and nachi.org slash certification. Another thing that I wanted to get to, sorry, Russell, I just, yeah, I just no, thought- I just thought of it is um, I want to offer a special program for um, inspectors in Colorado who want InterNACHI to film them doing an inspection. So if you want our filming crew to come out on site and follow you during an inspection and film you, we'll give you the video. We'll actually also pay you to do the inspection. So whatever you charge for a home inspection, let's say it's $350, we'll pay you $350 if you allow us to film you while doing a home inspection. And you don't have to have a client. So you could actually be at your own home, your friend's home, your family's home, your neighbor's home, do a free home inspection for a real estate agent, get paid by InterNACHI if you allow our video department to come down and film you. What we're trying to do is um, share how other inspectors do their home inspections. So don't feel uncomfortable. You don't have to think about the standards of practice. Just do a home inspection like you do and we'll film it and share it with others and you'll get paid. So um, if you're interested in that, please email your education team at, here's another, another uh, address, but it's an email address, education at internachi.org org, education at internachi.org. And I wanted to show you, it's something we like this. Attachment. Um, we actually have one of our inspectors. So that's Jim Crum, Colorado, and uh, Colorado home inspector. And he 
allowed us to follow him around and doing an inspection. Now, that way, if you have a problem, your hands clasp like this. So he just did a home inspection. We followed him around with a camera and now it's on YouTube. And that's where the video would go. But you can own the video as well in order for you to use it as a promotional video on your website. Okay, I've jibber jabbed enough. So I'm gonna <laughs> give it back to Russell so we can start talking about business and uh, making money with radon uh, inspections. So Russell, anytime you're ready, uh, again, thank you for being here and take over, please. You're welcome. And, and as usual, uh, you have, there's so many awesome benefits uh, that, that InterNACHI offers its members. It's just incredible. So, um, <clears throat> all right. So good evening, everyone. Thank you for attending and, and uh, listening to me jabber jabber for a while. <laughs> So adding radon testing to your business. And a lot of this is really just me thinking through this process. And, and so my opinion's not necessarily sanctioned by InterNACHI or approved. They didn't review this, in, this inspection or this uh, presentation or not. So this is just me thinking it and putting my thoughts into a kind of context. So first option that I kind of talk about is kind of subcontract. You know, what do you, what, you can bring radon into your business by basically subcontracting it. You can bring it in-house or you can ignore it, but I don't think ignoring it's a very a great idea just because if you say, I don't want to do it, call somebody else. Well, they might call somebody who is also an inspector and also a sewer store, you know, person. And so, you know, they might, you could potentially be, be turning that, uh, that client away. So, you know, that's never a good thing. Um, as, as Ben mentioned, stealing some of the thunder, uh, you know, Colorado, there's currently today no requirement to be certified, licensed, even trained to do radon testing uh, or, in fact, mitigation. So, InterNACHI offers a great course, and I say it with a little tongue-in-cheek because there's a lot of it that's pretty dry. <laughs> there's some sections that I had to put it down for like three weeks and go back to it. Uh, it can be a long course, and it's a lot of good information. Um, you can also pay and ARST and NRPP, which I'm certified through. I'm, I'm not certified through NRSB, but I'm sure they have the same kind of resources. You can go up and find a whole slew of lists of, for, of education training that they sanction and, and, and approve. But why would you pay for it when it's free through InterNACHI? One of the things that is changing, and this is coming down from ARST and NRPP, is they are looking at and have a, got a class that lowers the knowledge and requirements for a certified technician is I think what they're calling it. And that person I believe is just going to be a testing person. So if you place a radon and you can upload it and you let the software do the work, I think you could be qualified as a radon technician. Um, I'm certified as a technician and a lab because I read my results and I generate the reports. Uh, and that's, uh, I think, a positive. And I think they're also going to be lowering the cost to get certified. So it's a less invasive of a test, less dollars for, for us as inspectors to get uh, NRPP certified, which I think is a, a, a plus for them and us. Just looking at some of the uh, certification costs, you know, NR, it's not a cheap proposition. Don't get me wrong. I, I think uh, it's a lot of, it can be a lot of money. You're looking at roughly about $750 to $800 a year 
you've got uh, your membership, you've got your testing that you have to take, then you've got your annual um, calibrations and QA tests and continuing educations every two years. So there is definitely some, some cost factors in being certified. And I talked about the technician level. Um, and this is where, and I'm sure this could open up uh, quite a bit of, of discussion later in, in the presentation when we open it up to questions, and, and which is towards the end. There is currently a bill in the state legislation right now, and I, I'll, I've got a link to that bill so you can actually read it. It's public right now. It has currently been approved. So back in 2019, Rocky Mountain Arst submitted a Sunrise Bill and submitted enough definition and evidence to the Sunrise and to DORA that they did feel that poor testing, poor installations uh, did cause harm to the public. So they've approved the Sun, they recommended that we get mitigated. That was just opening the door, or uh, we get regulated. Um, that's just opening the door. Now it's into a bill where it's into the actual legislation. That was approved, I believe, back in December, and now it's into the Finance Committee to find out how that all uh, is going to play out for costs and things like that. So it's important, and I would encourage all of us, to just tap into this public information, and I do have some links I'll share later, and one of them is to that bill so you can read it. Um, another interesting thing is uh, Boulder County Public Health. Uh, is now requiring, and I'm not sure if you're aware of this, they are requiring short-term rental properties to be tested every two years, and they're requiring NRPP certified, certified individuals to do that testing. So that was a, a change that was, came out in middle, middle to end of last year. So contracting. Uh, there is a couple of companies in the Denver area that will go out there for you. And there's some benefit there because all you have to do is, is order it. You charge X amount, they charge you a different amount and you skim some off the top or you, you have some kind of uh, monetary revenue and not having to do any work. Um, some of the considerations I was thinking about is, you know, are you referring to another company that might be an inspection company, which I wouldn't think we would do that. Um, but if you're subcontracting, you also have a level of ownership. You have a level of liability. Uh, so are you, you know, you're, but you're keeping the clients focused on your business. If you're running everything through you and they're scheduling through you, you're scheduling it through the other company, um, you know, and you're going to make some money on every transaction. But you're now a transaction coordinator for that radon testing company. Some questions I had, and I always think this is important, will a subcontract allow, allow you to co-brand? And these are questions I don't necessarily have the answers to. Um, but I want my logo to be on my report. I don't want, you know, I don't mind if somebody else's logo is on there, but I want mine on there for sure. Um, will the marketing, can we co-brand marketing? Um, can we, as inspectors, if we are subcontracting, can we use that NRPP certified logos and such? Um, when, uh, when you're coordinating, you you know, that's, that's time. So how much do you charge? You've got to figure out what your time is worth. Uh, and then obviously my default, you know, consult your tax advisor on tax implications. I have no idea. 
Uh, certifications, benefits of subcontracting. You don't have to be certified. You don't have to maintain devices. You don't have to run through the, the Q&A process. That's all on that. Um, and then licensing costs. Again, if, if, if and when Colorado does require some licensing, you can just kind of put your hands up and say, I'm, I'm subcontracting with them. They have to worry about it. And your time. Your time is, is money. So having to go out on site to set a rate up. 15 minutes, but it took you an hour and a half to drive and those are all factors that you, you should think about when you're, when you're adding radon. So bringing radon in-house, you know, there's, there's several different methods. And I know a lot of people out there use uh, continuous radon monitors, but there are other options. And some of these might be market dependent because obviously the Denver market is just insane right now. And there's not a, a transaction out there that's going to wait seven to 10 days for a lab-based alpha tracker to come back from the lab with the results. They want those readings and they want them before they even start. So the common method that, and this is the one I use, is the uh, passive testing ion electrodes. And that one, and to me, is probably the best option for a multi-inspector firm because you don't have to have the same person dropping it off and reading it. One person can drop it off, one person can read it. And as you can see, as you'll see in a, a different presentation that I'm, I'm preparing and, and going to share, you can have 20, 30 of these kits, but one expensive part, which is the reader, and have all of these tests out and deployed and making you money versus having an expensive CRM and being able to afford two, so you can do two tests at a time and you're, you're tapped out. So those are considerations. Uh, the drawback to EPERMs is they are passive. You only get an average reading. You do not get hourly samples like you do with CRM. Why I bring that up is mitigation companies, a lot of them out there prefer the CRM. And one of the reasons they prefer the CRM is that it gives you the highest points. It gives you the average, but if it was 20 picocuries at night and two in the, in the middle of the day, they want to design and size their system for that 20, not the two. Whereas the average of four, you know, that, that doesn't you know, bode well or that may not provide a proper mitigation system. Uh, so they do like those hourly readings. The continuous, I mentioned already, has reporting, hourly reporting average. Many of them also track humidity, bumping and movements and uh, temperatures and, and things like that, where the passive ones do not uh, provide that information. I mentioned an hourly data. EPERMs, interestingly enough, are elevation and weather uh, affected. So if there's a high level of rain or snow, it can push out radon uh, readings higher, which may be inaccurate if under normal conditions. And elevation also matters. So if you're in the mountains and you deploy an EPERM at 9,000 square feet, you have to take in that elevation for consideration versus a CRM, which is a completely different technology and you don't uh, need to have that. Um, as mentioned, the ion electrodes are field or lab bred. You know, we, we are considered a lab because I bring them here to the office and, and read them. Uh, but charcoal canisters, you have to send them off to a lab. And again, I, I think that might work in 
some smaller towns where the transaction timeframe is relaxed more than it is in the major metropolitan areas. Um, the Rattleback system, it's about $2,600 and that's to get going. But the kits, those 20 kits, those are about $100 a piece and you could be up and running. Uh, one of the drawbacks I find on the, the Rattleback system is one, it's only Windows based and, and I'm not necessarily a Windows guy. Um, but you also have to run and do the test back at the office. You have to put that data back at the office unless you have the software running on your laptop with you. Man, I, I hesitate on doing something like that because your, your laptop drops, you get it stolen. Now here's your complete database of, of radon testing that you've done. So I would not be advising that personally from an old IT guy. Um, alpha track systems are relatively cheap, but again, getting back to that time frame is just not feasible in the, in the uh, larger markets. Um, so yeah, again, the only thing that I think is, is relevant or, or valid in the Denver market would be the ion electrics in a passive form of a, of a system. Continu continuous radon monitoring. Here are the four samples that I'm, I'm working with on doing uh, that test. And some of these have some great benefits in that one tech can set it, one tech can pick it up. It's Bluetooth enabled, it's cloud-based, and that data goes back up to the cloud and you don't have to worry about it. The recon at this point is not, but I know they're working on it, um, but you cannot, you have to bring that back to the office to actually read the data. It does give you a display right then and there. So you can look at it and say, hey, it's seven and move on. Uh, but you do have to collect that data. Um, their tamper, tamper monitoring is built in, which is, which is incredible because you don't have to do anything else besides turn it on and it's activated. The biggest benefit I find, and this is why I ended up buying two of these, is for this time of year. When you show up at a house and the house is open, which negates the, the closed door requirements for 12 hours prior to the start of the test. Not a lot of realtors know that, so they don't tell their occupants. So you can set CRMs to delay start for 12 hours. It'll sit there and then it'll just kick on. It still delays the actual transaction by a day or at least the inspection by a day, but that's probably the biggest benefit for CRMs. Another benefit of CRMs, at least for some of them, is you can rent them. So you're revving up for the busy time of year, you rent a couple more and you have those four and you rent another. So you can grow and then there's typically no contract, no annual contract to rent it. So when your slow time of season is and you only need two, you send the other three back. Uh, the other thing is with most rental programs, you're not responsible for the calibration. When it's calibration is due, I, you know, a couple of these companies will send you a replacement. You simply send back the one that's due for calibration and you keep running. You're never out a system while that one's being calibrated. Lower startup costs uh, is, is, is a good draw. Um, the, and, and I've got some, uh, I've got a zip file with contacts for all of these companies uh, where you can get pricing and we can send that in. I can upload that in the group uh, chat or in the Q and A. If you own, yeah, there's a higher there's a higher cost there. I think if this for the radon eye is the least expensive, uh, but there's some some limitations there on that system from my perspective. 
and recon, you got to buy it. So it's a, it's a definitely a higher startup cost. And you've got the cost of servicing and, and calibrating every year. So subcontracting, you know, it's, you don't know how much, I don't know how much money because I don't do that, but you've got to calculate your time. You got to figure out if that's going to work for you. Um, Self-testing startup could be, could be pretty significant just for the, the training and the initial hardware to get going. If you purchase on, you know, anywhere from 15 to 3000 is what I kind of rough numbered. And then you've got the, the maintenance on an ongoing basis. However, that bottom number says it to me, that's just rate on testing in, in 2000. I, I think that's worth it. So Internachi provides, uh, this is not necessarily a, a, a adding rate onto your business topic, but Internachi provides a document, a checklist on inspecting radon systems. And even though as inspectors, we're not doing a radon test, you probably should be inspecting the system with the caveat of, hey, I didn't run the test. That's the only way to know if it's truly working and leave it at that. But you should be inspecting according to these guidelines if there's a radon system that's physically there. Um, yeah, the basics, what type of system it is. Educating people that a humidistat is not a, a radon system, even though it can remove radon, but helping them understand the differences. That's always a good thing I like doing with, for, for realtors, especially. So we're coming towards the end. Uh, this is the testing. What I'm going to do, and I've mentioned this to Ben, I'm working on a, a short video. It's not going to be a production grade video, but um, unless Ben wants to come out and do it, <laughs> but I'm going to go through each one of these four, and I'm going to tell you what I feel is the pros and cons of each one. And, and that way you can take from that what you will um, and moving forward. This link I'll also put in there uh, and, and to talk a little bit more about it, just as a, as a reference from when Arst, Rocky Mountain Arst put forth this Sunrise Bill. And this is kind of the format that that's taking right now, is that they wanted the state of Colorado to recognize NRPP, RS NRPP, and NRSB. So that basically became proficiency programs. If you are certified through a proficiency program, you are you are eligible to be licensed in the state of Colorado. So they're not trying to reinvent the wheel by having you take a Colorado radon tests or you know. Um, that kind of thing. So in essence, the, the bill is, is formed up the way they initially intended. I think the cost factors is what's kind of up in the air. We don't know what that's going to cost right now. I'm not sure if anybody knows this, but you could reach out to the Colorado Department of Health and, and uh, uh, Environment. They have a low-income radon mitigation assistance program. Uh, so if the low-income family has high radons, they can use state funds to have a mitigation system put in their home, which I, I think is a great uh, benefit to that department. This, you can, I don't even, I think I grabbed that from a little slide, shouldn't be been in there. This is also available online. Uh, and this is a Colorado specific document uh, that talks a lot about this state. This, the link for this will also be in that same uh, chat session. So that is, um, 80, 90 pages or something like that. So it's actually a pretty good uh, document and not quite as dry as the InterNACHI training inspections. So 
I, I've reached the end of, of me, you know, gadly gooking. So uh, I will go ahead and stop sharing so I can participate in the Q&A or at least stop playing. I can still leave a share. So we have questions. And if you want to ask questions to Russell or, or discuss things, feel free to ask them now. But um, Glenn is asking you, Russell, what do you charge for your rate on test? And that's, that is always the ultimate question. Like, how much do you charge for this? How, how can you- I think, I think we are right in the average with pretty much everybody else. We charge 150 for a rate on test. The contracting company that I know of um, who does use AirThings as their preferred device, they charge inspectors 100. And so you mark it up, you know, you could be making 50 bucks off of every test. So how many radon tests do you do a year, do you think, on average? I want to say that probably a good 70 to 75% of our inspections include a radon test. And do you do other services? Uh, we do. Uh, we do um, sewer scopes in-house. Uh, we perform uh, mold testing. Um, we, we use thermography, but not, not as an add-on service. We just use it as a troubleshooting tool as part of our inspection. Yep. So in the um, chat feature, I'm going to type in a, a URL that other people might want to take a look at um, because um, I like videos and promo videos to help you. So on this radon page for Colorado, it's the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment on their radon page. There's a video there that you could uh, probably embed on your site. Uh, it talks about radon in Colorado. It's kind of a, a very cute, short video about the importance of testing for radon. Um, I would have a website. You got you to gotta be online with your business. And you may want to put a little video like this uh, if you don't have one already. Um, let's see. Let's see. Kevin says, actually recommended that to a family who has 20 picocuries and they couldn't afford a mitigation system. Hmm. Do you... Do you, um, how far do you go in interpreting the results? Because you have uh, reviewed a few of the companies that have radon systems uh, that you can rent or buy, and then you get these radon reports. Which report do you like the best for your consumers to understand what to do next? That was my biggest complaint from real estate agents. They always hated that average where I had a, like a 3.9 and a 4.1. What does that mean? So how do you handle your, your reports and clarity? So a lot of that requires, you know, talking to the client and or realtor, because I, I hate just let, letting that report stand alone because a lot of people just don't understand what some of those numbers are, especially with the EPERM, uh, because there are some numbers in there that are very important if they are too far skewed. Hmm. So for there's a relative uh, difference uh, percentage. So trying to keep this short with EPERMs and uh, carbon or alpha trackers, you're supposed to do two, two devices at the same time, separated everything else, yep. and you have to average the results. Well, if there's, there's this other calculation that's called relative difference uh, percentage, and if that percentage is too high, if it's above four and it's too high, then something went wrong with that test. Uh, it maybe somebody took it and set it outside and it was raining. And so it, they, it, it affected the results so that RPD will be really high or um, 
you know, something else, something else you know, happens. But if it's below two picocuries, then it could be 50% off and it doesn't matter because you're below a certain, you know, so understanding those numbers, it's yeah. not something that is going to come through in a report. Yeah. Yep. So um, um, yeah, educate, educating is always a good thing. Yeah. And being able to talk to your clients about the, maybe setting the expectation about the, or the results of the radon test. Yeah. Um, prior the the one result, the worst result I find, and, and I hate when I get this result, it's 3.7 to 3.9. Because <laughs> it's below four and, and nobody's going to do anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I really think that they, you know, and that's why in part of my cover letter, it states in there that the World Health Organization says if it's above 2.7, consider it. Yep. Do a long-term test and consider it. And that's kind of what I, I leave them with. Uh, just for, again for their their own health. I like eperms. Uh, we made a ton of cash with eperms, and I didn't mind bringing those radon tests back to the office. I would just tell my clients and my real estate agents, "You'll have the report by the end of the day," and they seem yep. to be satisfied with that. Now, if you have to, for some reason, that's your brand, your niche, where you get instant reports, then you have to do some other system. But it seems like, uh, in my experience, a lot of my clients just we're okay with getting the report by the end of the day. You bring those EPERMs back, you do a little flick with the switch, you get the results and you make the report. Yeah, I've never had a complaint about uh, getting the report the same day. Yep. Susan asks, when do you think this bill will pass requiring certification to inspect? I think they are lo looking at, and in the document it states July of 2022, where it, when it would go into effect. Uh, Julie, hey Julie, uh, she asked, "Can you recommend a radon mitigation company?" Um, you know, I, I typically will, will go with. Uh, it used to be owned by Steve Shaw, but it's, uh, Terry Kerwin owns it right now. It's Reliant Radon Solutions. There's also Ace Radon, um, and I think uh, Fifty Two Eighty or Radon Fifty Two Eighty, something like that. Uh, and they are all NRPP certified. And one of the links that I, I sent up there uh, is a, a link on uh, NRPP site to pick and, and locate not only a mitigator, but also a tester. Hmm. Um, Jason and Julie asked about rental testing equipment. Which companies provide rental testing equipment that you like? Can you recommend a place to rent testing machines? I have not done that, that course of line, but I know that Air Things and Radstar are the two that rent them. Hmm. And you can check out, I'm going to drop, if I can drop a file, I got to see if I can drop a file into chat. Um, I, don't, I don't think I can. I might have to email it to you, uh, Ben, and you can sure. send it out. But basically, it's, it's some handouts, some brochures of each of those four, along with V cards for the people you would contact. Well, why don't you um, just type in in the chat your email address? So people can, request. I can do that too. yeah, that'd be great. Um, you know, I, when you start off, you can't be a one-stop shop. Sometimes you have to go home inspections, make some money, and then start to explore different vertical uh, uh, services. Um, so I really like the whole idea of having a network. I, I had it in Pennsylvania. We had a network of home inspectors. If one of us was busy, uh, there was a, somebody to take the job. And um, you mentioned like the tax uh, uh, issues and also the, there's legal issues. And there's a legal resource that InterNACHI has for hiring 
subcontract work. So if you don't do the radon, or if you don't do the septic or the infra or the sewer scope, you need an agreement with that other company. And internationally essentially has a legal zoom library for home inspectors. And again, it's the URL. So it's a nachi.org slash documents, nachi.org slash documents, and just scroll down and look for the agreement that you could possibly use to hire um, someone who does this radon service for you. Um, so let's see here. A couple of people mentioned that Sun Nuclear also uh, rent has a rental program. So that's another one that I that I, I keep forgetting that one for some reason. Yep. Uh, Glenn uh, mentions that multiple streams of income get you through the hard times and adds to the good. Mm -hmm. So yep, diversifying your services. Um, Neil asks, Russell, what is your feeling on CRMs versus charcoal canisters in cost? I've heard stories at meetings that other inspectors have had issues to get back into the home uh, to get their machines back. They're expensive um, not to get back. I, I've actually never run into that. And uh, Tamara, who, who's my wife, has been inspecting for 14 years and, and we've never had an issue or a lost device. Yep. Uh, and that's just with the e-perms. Um, I, I can't, I, I've just never run into that. Yep. Uh, I've I'm, sure, I'm, sure some, I'm sure somebody hacks, but. Yep. I've used both charcoals, uh, you know, the little charcoal bags or sometimes the canisters. Um, I've used everything. Um, they're cheap. But uh, yeah, I don't like them very much. Um, I like the EPERMs a lot. Uh, it, it worked really well for our, our company. Um, easy to easy to use, and they're really durable. Yeah. You know, made out of nice plastic, and they got a little hook and all that stuff. Jordan yeah. uh, came in late. I hear there may be a requirement to be certified in the near future. Would InterNACHI cert count, or strictly NRPP? So what happens is InterNACHI's course we get it approved by NRPP and AARST and uh, what's the other one? NRSB. Um, and so the course itself is approved and that helps you get certified by those organizations. Those organizations have an exam, like a radon exam and to pass it, you gotta take a course and that course is approved by that organization. So it's kind of like uh, InterNACHI's courses certified, will certify you, but you have to take the exam through that other organization. And currently right now, Colorado recognizes that organization's certification and our internet course can help you get that certification. Did I explain that right? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Kevin says, I keep charcoal canisters in the event I encounter a property or a circumstance where the continuous radon monitor could disappear. Uh, the clients get the results and I keep my machines. And <laughs> that's, that's a good idea. Yep. A good idea. Yeah, throw in some cheap car charcoal and, and don't worry about it overnight. Um, Mary says, I'm on the Western Slope. I really have a great working relationship with Square Run or Square One Radon, Rob Hartop for my mitigation. So there you go. If you're yeah. looking at the chat, uh, chat feature, uh, you get some. Great example of subcontracting or working with a partner. Yep. Um, I'm going to... Uh, Steal the screen one more time, Russell. So again, natchez.org slash certification. You go there, we have over 60 inspector certifications. If you click the radon one, it's at the top center. Um, you get to the radon page on how to become a radon tester. Uh, you join InterNACHI as a member and you complete the radon course, which is approved by NRPP, ARST uh, and all the other uh, organizations. And then if you keep scrolling down, 
There's um, a link to a textbook on how to perform a radon uh, inspections. It is as boring as the online course that Russell mentioned. <laughs> uh, radon mitigation system inspection checklist. You know, um, you know, radon, you never, you can always, if you, I guess if you do a home inspection and there's a radon mitigation system, right? Um, you could always turn to your client and, and do those, uh, those three words that I love while I'm here. So while I'm here, you know, I can take a look at this radon mitigation system and see how it's set up. Uh, make sure that, oh, I don't know, like the radon isn't in the basement, a uh, radon fan, right? Isn't in the basement or something like that. Um, see if it is um, installed properly according to the most modern standards. And then um, you can probably grab it from the EPA, but you never know how a radon mitigation system is working until you test it. Mm -hmm. So always be ready to test on any home. Uh, there's a radon test agreement. So you can have an agreement between you and your client on performing a radon test. And then if you, you have a client who refuses to get a radon test, we have a waiver. So it's like a legal document that says you, I offered to do a radon test and you refused. And so don't come after me later if um, you find out that your house is filled with radon, right? Uh, I have a document where you said, I didn't want it. And sometimes that kind of pushes the, the client over and, and uh, gets their uh, wallet out and pays for the $150 radon test that you're going to give them. There's a- and, and along, Yeah. Along, along the line of while I'm here, it, you, know, you can always educate the buyer saying, when, uh, when was the last time it was tested? EPA recommends testing every two years with or without a mitigation system. And while I'm here, I can do a test. Oh, it was recently installed. Can they provide you the post mitigation test results? If they yeah. can't, I'd recommend another test. Yeah. Yep. So scrolling down, there's the textbook, there's the system checklist, there's a radon test agreement, the waiver, um, a sample radon test in progress notice. Um, you can um, just you need, you need to post that a rate, there's a radon test in progress and we have a sample one if you needed one. And there's a international standards for practice, um, inspecting radon mitigation systems and a couple of other uh, resources there. So that's on the natchiorg slash certification page under radon. Uh, let's see, let's take a look at some other questions. Um, uh, Glenn says, yes, the radon online course is a real reader. <laughs> you'll feel married to Madame Curie afterwards. I think that's a good compliment. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Neil from New Jersey, uh, we're going back and forth with Neil. Um, uh, in Colorado, um, there's, I think it's one out of every two homes has elevated levels of radon and also in New Jersey and New York. Um, but uh, Neil says it's another world out there in uh in new jersey um let's see anything else anybody have any questions mm, mary says i save all my reports is there a time limit that you should save your reports i've had a similar question i have no idea what the statute of limitations is for yeah. something like that in colorado uh, i would uh, always consult with your local business attorney um, they have the answer, um, but uh, you know, back when we used paper, uh, it was very difficult to keep records. Now everything's electronic, so just save it forever. Um, 
but it's a really up to you and your attorney on how you want to do that. Uh, Julie asks, can you tell us more about EPERMs? What, uh, what in particular? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're cool. This is, this is the kit. Yep. EPERMs, basically how they function is they have a Teflon disc that they charge to about 700 volts and you read it before you deploy it. You open it, you set it there for 48 hours, you pick it up, you close it, you read it again, you plug the data and then the readings into the database and it tells you what the results are. Um, this is the simple reader and that's all, it's a, non, it's a contactless reader. So it simply, simply reads the voltage on that disc and you just have to be accurate in your recording of that. Um, and I always take, when I do a radon test, I take a lot of pictures. I take a picture of each reading of, of the electorate. I take a picture of it where it's placed, uh, where um, that it's open. So I'll take a picture of it with it open. And I know that these were open. I've actually done that once, gotten back to it, opened it up and I'm like, oh, Oh. I didn't start a test. <laughs> luckily, the uh, luckily the, the I/O date wasn't for three more days, so I was able to redo the test, and it was vacant. So I, you know, yeah. stepped in poo and smelled like a rose. So, um, you know, it's a very simple simple system, and the, the software it, it is on, uh, only Windows based. It's not a not a great great software, but it works, um, and it works with their CRM as well. So if you do have a CRM, which I don't have one handy, uh, the same database works with it. And I chatted the link to the Radilec, uh EPERM company. Yeah. Um, another another uh, request for uh, testing subcontractor in Colorado Springs that you recommend by Randy. I don't know any. I don't, I don't know any in Colorado Springs. Yeah. Yep. Well, no, I, I think this. I think this is a good time to end it. I think that was a su successful chapter meeting, Russell. I really appreciate it. That's Any the Radilec here. Oh, that's Radilec. Pretty simple. Yeah. Any last words? No, uh, except for thank you, everyone. Well, uh, Russell LaPlante from Perspective Property Inspections in Littleton, Colorado. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking some time to keep us on our toes about radon and help us do better at our at businesses. I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Russell. Thank you, have a good one. Thanks everybody, stay safe and healthy and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye everybody. Bye.